Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. morning millennials happy tuesday welcome back to the morning toes we hope you had a fabulous day since we saw you last hope everyone's feeling sprightly jightly and nightly <laughs> yes hope you had a fabulous day since we saw you last we had a nice day yesterday we did we had a girls night in because that's truly all there is to do these days you know i was talking to someone last night i forget who um oh i was talking to megan mccain because we were like talking about housewives on dms and she's from new york but i don't think she's here and she's like asking me questions about it and i'm like it's so weird because we're not in quarantine. Like, it's phase four in New yeah. York. And New York is actually what used to be a hotspot. It's now like ahead of all the other states. And I don't leave my house. It's like we are in quarantine. Like, to say I would, I am in quarantine is, uh, is factually incorrect. Yes, I agree. Now it is a choice not to leave. But I don't leave my house. I come here for an hour every day. And, like, that's it. So it's just this weird limbo interim period where it's like we are not in quarantine. Yeah, I agree. That's it's what I was so trying strange. to say. Like, trying to say it was a bad day in quarantine. Like, no, it was just a bad day. Yeah, period. Period. Well, we, of course, have a fabulous show for you guys today. Oh, we had a GNI. That's what we were saying. Yeah. We had such a nice time last night, except I just want to go on record saying, like, something tragic happened, and I was the hero. Okay. We ordered dinner, and I won't, I won't name shame the restaurant, because we ordered, Because like, it's a great restaurant, and we always order from there, and they usually do a great they're job. They're fabulous. Um, and we got four entrees. Zach ate with us. So it was me, Margo, Jackie, Zach, Olivia. We tried to get her to bring Michaela, but it was too hot. Um... And we ordered four entrees, and the dinner comes, and only three arrive. Of course, they left out Jackie's salad. The hostess with the mostest. So what are we to do? You know, the hostess herself, the woman who paid for dinner, was left without a meal. So I had ordered a salmon, which is a very unlike me thing to do, but I have a big project coming up. I'm trying to shed some LBs. And I very graciously gave Jackie my salmon, and I was like, I'll just make myself a little something in the kitchen. Okay, just like a little backstory. Is that not what happened? No, that's exactly what happened. But like when the food came, you were like, oh, I can't believe I ordered salmon. I just want mac and cheese. So I think you were also like glad to give me your salmon and go make mac and cheese. Unfortunately, I didn't have the mac and cheese that you so desired. Jackie had fraft mac and cheese. Okay, if you guys watch this show every day, you could probably find the episode where I talk about how they were out of Kraft mac and cheese oh. in the beginning of quarantine and I had to get like a wholesome pantry. Okay, and maybe it would have been good, but it was 100% expired. And the little pack of cheese that they gave me, which I'm used to Kraft, sorry, I have like, you know, good taste. I'm used to powdered cheese. This was like creamy, like looked like, looked like wax when you get your legs waxed. It was like so 
thick. It was so disgusting. And you know me, I literally will eat anything. Like I took one bite and I just, I could have no part of this mac and cheese. No shade to Wholesome Pantry. I'm almost 100% sure it was expired. Yeah. So we all just kind of did like a round robin of our meals. But it needed to be put on record that like I literally gave up my meal. You were so selfless. Something happened to me yesterday because I was really trying to be healthy. You know, I'm turning a new leaf. It was a Monday. So I came home from the show. I made a salad. I even made my own dressing, which I've never done before in my life. I followed Lauren Lane's recipe. Um, And then for dinner, my salad didn't come. So I had a little salmon. I had some more salad. Throughout the day, I had a huge jug of water and I squeezed a lemon into it. Oh, good. And I had the worst stomach pains of my life. And as I was trying to fall asleep, like literally with a heating pad, like doubled over all night, I, I was in pain. I realized it was because I had way too many acidic things I was going to say that the lemon will do that. And the dressing. Yeah. And so don't try and be healthy. It's not worth it. Just go back to eating Kit Kats. That's pretty much what I had for dinner. I found a big Kit Kat in Jackie's pantry and it was lit. But part of the reason we got together is because Jackie, I didn't even know that this movie had come out, but Jackie wanted us to watch Olivia Culpo's new movie. She posted about it on her story. It's her and Court Overstreet. It's really a star-studded cast. Luke Wilson. If it wasn't in quarantine, do you think it would have been in theaters? It was like a straight-to-demand, straight-to-DVD movie. I think it was straight-to-demand. So while the movie was not good... Part of it didn't even bother me because like these are the types of projects Olivia Culpo like needs to take to just continue living her lifestyle and I was happy to support it. And watching her on my television screen, it was like watching one long IG story from her. Yes. It was so enjoyable to watch her. She's a great actress and I'm pretty sure she wore all her own clothes because like it was totally. a sort of movie where, you know, they give you that red Hallmark jacket. And it was low the, budget. And you have to wear it the whole movie except they were in Jamaica so it would have been like one bikini suit. But she was totally wearing, like she was wearing like a Caroline Constance dress. Totally. She was wearing, I think, a Monday swimwear bathing suit. Like she had her, you know, little revolved straw handbag she was totally wearing her own clothes a thousand percent (laughs) literally it was her instagram story come to life and i enjoyed watching her on my screen the movie i would give like a one out of ten um and that one is only because coach beast from glee happened to be in the movie as was court overstreet so even though it wasn't marketed as such it was definitely a small glee reunion it was a small glee reunion i totally agree it was called um swing of things and we just swing of things we just bought it on itunes if you happen to watch it like it made no like the more we finished the movie, the more the first quarter where she's like a dog fashion show stylist, was irrelevant. Irrelevant because it wasn't even about that. No, at totally. All. The movie takes like a switch in a, in a transition that was truly made in iMovie. It makes this switch into like a whole other movie. I'm not gonna lie, the movie was 90 minutes, and I did leave after an hour just because I had to feed T H E O because I accidentally forgot to give him dinner at Jackie's place. So I can't really speak on the movie as a whole, but I can speak on the first 66 percent of it. Yes, and just, it's worth it for Olivia's performance. That's true, it is. She is a good actress. I feel like she this... She has great presence. Like, yes. If, she, if a bunch of people are on screen, screen and she's there too, like you're only looking at her. And it's like someone who's so beautiful who, who you're used to following on Instagram. It's a whole other thing to like see them on high res, you know, silver screen and just get to stare at them for long periods of time, which I feel like we don't really get to do. So if you're an Olivia Culpo fan, which obviously we are, it is a good movie. If you are a fan of the cinema, I might suggest you skip it. I totally agree. Um, we have fabulous stories for you guys today. We do a lot. A lot's going down today. Um, no TV recap because it's a Tuesday, but this week, tomorrow we have Beverly Hills. Thursday we have New York. Um, and I feel like Potomac is coming so soon. I can't wait. I know August 2nd, it's almost upon us. Also, tomorrow is a very special oh. edition of The Toast. A little housekeeping news because I will be out tomorrow. However, the snitch will be in. Can you um, make the song play? 
It's that one's for snitch on the snatch, but hit it. Hit it. Snitch on the snatch. But um Hey, snitch on the snatch. Oh, snitch on the snatch. But um bum. Snitch on the snatch. Yeah, that's right. The Snatchler herself will be joining me. Jackie is out tomorrow. And I was, you know, I was going to take a day off because, you know, I just work so hard. But um, I decided that it would be good to have Margo on. People miss her so much. We've been getting so many requests for a snitch on the toast situation. And I'm so annoyed that I'm not going to be here for it. Well, that's because the Snatchler has been off. She was, like, trying to make the Snatchler work when The Bachelor was off air. But it just required her to, like, get really personal. And she's been going through some stuff. And she just didn't think it was best for her mental health, which we totally respect here at Toast News Network. So we haven't been able to catch up with Margo via podcast in so long, so she will be sitting right there, probably looking so cute. She'll deliver the Fast Five, and she'll do Dear Toasters. Oh, my God. And it's going to be fabulous. Ask so the snitch. That's tomorrow, so make sure you're all I'll be subscribed watching. to our YouTube. I'll be watching. Of course. I can't wait. Fabulous. Fuck, I wish I was here. It's okay. I it's v rare for me to be able to hold down the fort. You're really like the captain of the ship. Um, so to just be able to do my part, it's it's an indescribable feeling. Oh wow, that's so nice. Thank you. And then it's like a, a check in my box. So it's like the next time I need to go somewhere. You like don't I don't feel, feel bad. Well. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so that's all the catching up we have to do, right? I believe so. Lots was going on in the universe yesterday. Yeah. Literally the second. We got off our I show. Know, we'll get into it. Uh, there was major breaking news. I think we should just jump right in then. Into Fabulous. The fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> also, what? Speaking of morning toast, um, Bobby Bones show. Okay, the so Bobby Bones show. I have. I obviously know who Bobby Bones is, but I don't have a car, so I don't really listen to Sirius or iHeartRadio. Sorry, um, but every time he mentions us on his show. Somebody DMs it to me. And so, like, I scroll through and I find it. And they spoke about us last week. We spoke about, that, about them the next day. Yesterday, then, they spoke about us speaking about them. So then they were talking about us again. So if, if you missed this whole saga, Bobby's new girlfriend, Kate C. Parker, who I just followed on Instagram, and she's so cute, um, she's a big toaster. And so she's always talking to Bobby, like, Bobby, the girl said this, and the girl said that. <laughs> and it's like, thank you for like whispering in a powerful man's ear like we know about our business um and then so they talked about us again last night and they for the life of them could not figure out the meaning of the morning toast because bobby was like oh i of course thought it was bread because it's the morning you eat a piece of toast the morning toast makes sense but then one of the co-hosts like googled our logo and there was glasses so they were like oh i think they mean like a champagne toast and they went back and forth for three minutes like trying to figure out which it was i was like literally i felt like people when they listen to the toast just screaming i'm like it's both it's called a double entendre. Yeah. It's Sorry, I'm French. It's all the things. All of it's the things. everything of the sort. We just need to start doing this. Like, let's start talking about Howard Stern. Like, maybe then he'll talk about us. It's great marketing. We don't have to pay for it. We'll just start talking about, like, yeah. other really popular radio shows, podcasts, and then hope to start a dialogue. And now we're just, like, in a game of phone tag with the Bobby Bone Show where they talk about us, we talk about them. But uh, he said some really nice stuff about us. He did. Really nice. You know, we love to uh, have nice things said about us. It is so rare. It is quite rare. Okay, just wanted to um, clear that up. Yes. Toast means both things and anything else toast could possibly right. mean. Maybe you're a new toaster, you didn't know that, because it is confusing. When you think of the morning toast, obviously you think a piece of bread, because that's what you eat in the morning. It's just like, it's so not about the toast. But it's also, it it's not even about the meaning, you no, know? No, it's not. I never even thought about it, because it's not about it. But I guess if you've never even heard of us, which to me is like... A foreign concept, but <laughs> apparently there are people who have never heard. Um, of course, your first thought would be like, oh, what does it mean? Right. But it's like, we don't even know. No, truly, it's it's a mystery. 
It's a mystery. That's just, that's why we're so like popular. We're so mysterious. Quite mysterious. Okay, before we get into the Fast Size stories, they are brought to you by patreon.com slash the morning toast, our premium subscription channel where you can get five extra episodes of the morning toast every month. You also get access to our exclusive Facebook group, The Toast After Dark, which is where it's going down these days. If you yes. love this show and you finish the show and you want more show, head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast. You will get access to like over 200 old episodes that we've done, five episodes. Videos, podcasts. Five episodes every month for the last two and a half years. Yeah. And also, if you're not looking for extra content, but you just want to support this free show that we've been doing for two and a half years, head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast. Fabulous. $7.99 gets you five extra episodes a month. And I have heard, you know, that people really like it when they're used to the routine and on the weekends they don't have it. Um, that's when they dip into the Patreon. Yes, or if there's a day where we're not doing a show, they dip into the Patreon. Exactly. Sign on, support your girls. First story, I think the biggest story of the day, uh, Kanye West took to Twitter last night claiming that his wife, Kim Kardashian, was, quote, trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up. So he went on like a, a real Twitter rampage. Some have been deleted. Some have not. Um, some of them were, actually, most of them were pretty alarming. And I hate to like, I hate to even like think that they were funny because they're obviously indicative of a much larger problem, but I just want to say him referring to Corey Gamble as Kanye, um, I did find that funny. But I, I hate to like praise this or make fun of it because it's obvious that someone's like really going through like a, a manic episode right. and a mental health crisis. And I think that the way that people are like joking about it is really not funny. Yeah, because we've seen this before from him. And then this when is like he, the third time. It happens like once a year. Right. And then once he is able to speak on it in hindsight he talks about what he's going through when these things happen so I feel as though he's told us many times you know that when he's not okay at this sort it's of a cry for help right and so I'm listening to what he said in the past and I I'm not gonna you know say anything salacious or like or, make fun or of like it. live for it no because uh, it's actually really sad it's really sad and it seems like there's real issue in the family yeah. right now um in a string of tweets on monday evening the 43 year old rapper asked both kim and her mom chris to contact him as he claimed that they were trying to quote lock me up quote kim was trying to fly to wyoming with the doctor to lock me up like on the movie get out because i cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday west wrote on twitter referring to his comments about northwest during his first campaign rally over the weekend quote chris don't play with me you and that calm yay are not allowed around my children y'all try to lock me up he wrote in one tweet he also said Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. There's a lot of other tweets as well. Yeah. Um, I want to uh, read Halsey was tweeting about it last night um, because she's a big mental health advocate. And she said, no jokes right now. I've dedicated my career to offering education and insight about bipolar disorder. And I'm so disturbed by what I'm seeing. Personal opinions about someone aside, a manic episode isn't a joke. You can't offer understanding or sympathy. Offer your silence. A lot of people, you know, probably have bipolar disorder and you aren't aware of it. Taking this opportunity to make offensive remarks and vilify people with mental illness is really not the way to go. This is the exact triggering shift that causes people to keep quiet about their struggles with mental health. And I totally agreed with that. Like, the second I saw it, like, I didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Um, and I just hate that, like, now it's, like, a meme and, like, everyone's, like, laughing about it. And, like, I guess I could see how someone would find this funny. But, like, when you think about it, it's actually really sad. Yeah, I find it to be sad as like, well. Like, he's obviously... And you saw the video about... Um, of his... Uh, 
like speaking engagement rally. Yeah. Um, and you could tell, like it was, he was very emotional, high screaming, then crying. Like he's obviously going through something. And I think that instead of like joking about it, like people should just like try and just try and give him space and, and not make it into some, such a big thing. Yeah. I completely agree. I think it's really hard for, for people to do that. Um, no matter how many times this happens and he tells us, you know, especially with the Kardashians, just because they're so famous. Right. Right. And we live for every other Kardashian moment, Kardashian moment. But I don't know, just because of the way that the show is formatted, like I actually have an easy time separating like Kim and Kanye's marriage. Yes. Because they do a good job of separating that on the show. You know, I don't feel like entitled to so much information because same with Rob, that's like a boundary that they've set. hundred percent. Like, Chloe, like her love life, everyone feels entitled to it because she lays it out on the show. The business stuff, the Courtney drama, like that is laid out on the show. And I feel like them putting it out there makes like is them giving us permission to speak on it, to predict what's going to happen. But they do even as open as they are on Instagram and on their show, they keep a lot of stuff private. Kim's marriage is super private and the whole stuff with Rob, Kylie's very private. So they do have boundaries. Yeah, I agree. And so we shall respect those boundaries. And I just hope that like the, obviously Chris and Kim are really trying to, you know, like look out for him and they, they genuinely want what's best for him. But in, in his current state, he sees it as like an attack. So I just hope that like they can all come to an agreement, get him the help he needs. And I look forward to like hearing from him when he's clear. Like when he did that Charlemagne interview after his most recent kind of manic episode and all the tweets, he see, and he had gotten treatment. He seemed very clear, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he had really uh, gotten the help that he needed. So I'm hoping that we can have the same resolution this time. Agreed. Okay, next story in news that broke immediately after we wrapped yesterday. No, literally, we said goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. I flipped my phone up right there. Nicki Minaj is preggers expecting her first child with husband Kenneth Petty. The rapper and her husband, Kenneth Sue Petty, are expecting their first child together, she shared on Instagram Monday, alongside a set of glam snapshots of her bearing her baby bump. In two of the photos, the mom-to-be is rocking a curly, bright yellow hairdo, an intricately decorated bikini, and sparkly platform stilettos. Another shows her in a ruffled bottom, white knee-high stockings, a blue done-up hairstyle complete with a bright green bow. I literally always forget she's married. Right. I think I forgot again that she was married. Like, did she have like a full ceremony with like wedding pictures and stuff like that they sent to Vogue or no? I don't think so. It was just like a city hall kind of moment. Perhaps. I honestly forgot again that she was married. Um, These pictures are really cute. They're so Nikki. I'm so happy for her. Very well done. A creative direction on this was A+. Yeah. They also look like they could be the cover of an album. Yes. It looks like her like super base days when she used to wear so many colorful wigs. She still does. But like she really went through it um, during that time in her career. And I agree. I'm really happy for her. It's like sometimes... Like, when you're so successful and, like, Nicki Minaj really, like, totally blew open the female rapping game. Like, you can't, even if you, like, don't like her or you stand Cardi B, like, you take, you can't admit that, like, Nicki Minaj has been such a, an influential artist in the female rapping movement. And it's, like, sometimes when you've just accomplished so much, there's literally nothing else to do but have a baby. Like, that's how I feel about Kylie. Yes. Like, you've conquered the world. What's next? A baby. Motherhood. Motherhood. Yeah. I, I think this is so great for her and... I'm excited for her family. I didn't realize how, you know, this news would affect me until it came. And now I'm just like beaming with with joy for her. Yeah, no. And the photos really like paint a beautiful picture. They really do. Um, obviously, like we don't have to talk about like the negative thing in here, which is that, you know, the, her husband and the, um, the father of her son, you know, has a very dark history. But, you know, I'm not going to go there because I'm going to celebrate this wonderful time in her life in these beautiful photos. Yes. I look f- and she's 
Like, I look forward to meeting the baby. What do you think she's going to name her baby? She calls her fans Barbies. Like, I feel like she might. And this really looked like a Mattel Barbie shoot. Like, this whole photo shoot. I feel like she could name her kid Barbie. I don't know. I feel like she's going to have a boy. Oh, right. There's always the possibility that she could have a boy. I forgot about that. I don't know. It'll be interesting to keep up with mom, Nicki Minaj. This is a great time to be like, what is she, six months? Is that what they said? Because uh, she's showing, like, really... I'm not sure how well, far along she is, but whatever. she's this showing, is a, yeah. This is a good time to be pregnant. Definitely. Right. I don't know if I would suggest, well, not that I'm suggesting to anyone, but I don't know if I would want to get pregnant, like, today, because it seems like we're getting, gearing towards, like, being able to go clubbing again. I don't... But I, if we're not going to be able to go clubbing for another year, like, someone should get pregnant now. I don't think we're going to be able to go clubbing for another year. Ugh. If only it was that easy to be like, okay, I'm going to get pregnant now, today. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, next story. Such exciting podcasting news. We would like to welcome to the world of podcasting Addison Ray, who oh. launched a Spotify exclusive podcast with her mom yesterday. Okay. Addison Ray, one of the biggest TikTok creators on the, on the platform and family friend of the Kardashians, is co-hosting a new podcast with her mother, Sherry Nicole, debuting later this month on Spotify. In the weekly Mama Knows Best podcast, the duo will provide what's promised to be an intimate and authentic look into their mother-daughter dynamic and how the 19-year-old TikToker turns to her mom for advice on relationships, friends, and family. The show is produced by podcast studio Parcast. That answers our question from yesterday. Her Instagram caption was... Which Spotify acquired last year. I'm so excited to launch my new Parcast, and I was... So fucking confused. We were confused. like, what's a podcast? No, I'm is like, that the new thing in podcasting? I'm, I'm like, we're old. We don't know what Addison <laughs> Ray's doing. Um, before we dive into like what we think about this, I just want to say I could definitely see, you know, an episode with Kourtney Kardashian, like maybe even Mason, because it's like a motherhood show. And I just want to manifest that and put it out into the 100%, universe. 100%. I, I see it. Okay. I see it. Now, in terms of this being, you know, what was so interesting was that both Addison and Charlie had like major announcements yesterday. Um, we're going to get to Charlie's. Okay. Um, but for Addison, I don't know if I would have suggested a podcast immediately. Podcasting is very specific. And I know that people see it as like this thing for digital content creators. Um, and it is. But I feel like young people don't really listen to podcasts. And as far as I know, like the true Addison stands are like middle school and high schoolers. So I'm not 100% sure if this is what I would have recommended for her next venture. And um, I don't know. I mean, I obviously think it's great. I love welcoming someone into the podcasting world. I just, I thought this was a shocking surprise because she posted a photo of her and her mom the day before and was like, big announcement tomorrow. And I swear to God, it looked like a KKW beauty shoot, like with the nude background, the, the heavy it makeup. It looked like they were launching a beauty line. It did. So, so I was so confused. Um, and then she ended up with the podcast. So honestly, I hope it's successful. I really do. Um, I'm just curious if people her demographic really listen to podcasts. So here's the thing. I'm not sure. Her first episode was 24 minutes. So yeah. it's kind of more short form. Mm -hmm. um, us on a day after we've gotten our TDAP shots. No, truly. <laughs> um, but I think this is great because if, you know, middle schoolers and high schoolers don't currently listen to podcasts, she's going to bring them to the platform. And then yeah. they're going to be around there being like, ooh, I want to know what's going on in celeb culture world by two funny girls who are sisters. And what does toast mean? And then they'll stumble upon ours. So I think this is great. Totally. I think this is great for her because clearly, I don't think, I don't think she would do a podcast if she didn't feel like she had what to give to a podcast. Because you really? have to give a lot of yourself. Yes. But I think that Spotify is launching like, very few original shows and I think they're throwing a lot of money around and I think that the prestige of being like a chosen Spotify show like Michelle Obama was just the most recent one who got one like that's not bad company to be in and Kim and Kim and like they definitely are paying you know a pretty penny I think that I don't know if her dream was to become a podcaster but the offer came you know across her desk and 
turning it down would have been a mistake. I think she gets a lot of offers. I think she could pretty much do anything that she wanted to do right now. She's really like the most desirable influencer Mm -hmm. in the world currently. Also, so is Charlie, but Addison's older than Charlie. She can do more. Yes, that's true. So I think that she chose to podcast. I think she has a lot to say that we haven't heard yet. Well, Margot listened to the first episode and Margot actually said it was really interesting because they did, they really weren't like shying away. They went like a deep dive into their family history because there was a lot, people are um, kind of unclear on her family dynamic, like if Monty is her dad or, um, and they just went for it and explained the whole kind of dynamic between the family, which I thought was like very brave to do on your first episode. And really at the end of the day, like that's nobody's business. Yeah. And Snitch said that she, that she did great. She had a lot yeah. to say. She was really carrying the show. So I think that, you know, we don't get to see a lot of someone's personality when they're dancing on TikTok. Totally. But I think she has a lot to say and, and a podcast is a great medium for that. I think on Spotify's behalf, this is brilliant because they're really becoming a big player in the podcast space. Yeah. And not only are they acquiring all these original shows and they have Joe Rogan now and they have, you know, vodcasts, mm-hmm. like they're doing videos on their po- on their app right now. So you can even watch our videos on Spotify. So they're doing really cool things. But now they're bringing podcasting to a whole new audience. Mm-hmm. And I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, because even like the most recent announcement was Michelle Obama one, which is like so prestigious. But the people who love Michelle Obama already listen to podcasts. Like they listen to The Daily. Like there's a million podcast NPR. There's a million podcasts for them. So you're right. Like this is kind of, it, it, it could also not work. But if it does, like they're literally acquiring a whole new generation of podcast listeners like on the back of Addison Rae. So I hope she's getting coin. Yeah, I'm... I'm which I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's doing well for herself so welcome to the welcome to the world of podcasting let us know if you want to come on our podcast to promote your podcast I think we can arrange that we could do a podcast swap yeah swap okay next story another tiktoker news how weird that both Charlie and Addison had like major announcements yesterday so cute yeah you know yeah Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio are teaming up with Morphe for a Gen Z makeup line. Get ready to see more beauty TikTok videos from Charlie and Dixie. The viral sisters have joined forces with Morphe's new sub-brand, Morphe 2, to launch their very first makeup line marketed towards the Gen Z audience. That's confusing because it sounds like Charlie and Dixie are getting their own makeup line, but instead they are just the face Face of of this new Morphe line called Morphe 2. Yeah. Quote, Morphe 2 offers a unique Gen Z-friendly product range that promises to be the go-to for beauty enthusiasts looking for a fresh face glow without the full face beat. Morphe 2 invites all individuals to celebrate their varying relationships with skincare, makeup, and beauty. Yeah, I mean, the makeup looks like Claire's makeup. They have the juicy tube lip glosses and, like, the little glitters. It looks like Glossier, actually. Yes, by the way, I actually thought the same thing. The number two on all the packaging looks like the G on Glossier. Oh, interesting. I I thought the same thing, actually. And how everything's just, like... Translute like see-through and yes, white. I actually, I'm not just saying that. I really did think the same thing about the Glossier. Um, and I don't know like how necessary like a separate makeup line for Morphe is with the same name and just the number two at the end. Um, but I get it. Like it's kind of how Florence by Mills, which I've never used because it's really makeup for kids. Like it's like clear lip gloss and like shimmery eyeshadow. I think it's a similar vibe to that where it's like younger people who don't need heavy caked on foundation right but love a glittery lip gloss yeah you know what that is a really great point because I was thinking like why are you admitting that your other line doesn't work for Gen Z Z? but no like it's very thick the eyeshadow palettes are extremely intricate you know you're doing a whole a whole smoky eye and you're going to the club when you're just putting on some gloss and a shimmery eyeshadow for a TikTok video it's different and yes younger 
children don't need to be wearing foundation. Right. No, I so didn't like, start wearing foundation until I was like 25. So think about like when you were in the seventh grade and like you put on makeup. Like I would literally put on like brown eyeshadow and like a pink lip gloss. Like, and it was really like Claire's quality makeup. And yeah. I think that that's what this is supposed to be, which I don't think is a bad idea, but I don't understand why the name is Morphe 2. Yeah. It's not separate enough. I Or I it should agree. have been M2. But I also was curious... I think it's cute. Um, now understanding their thought process behind the line, Charlie and Dixie being the faces of this. Perfect. Genius. But before I thought about the Morphe side, just thinking about Charlie and Dixie, like they should have a makeup line with Morphe. They should have products with Morphe. Agreed. You know, influencers, when they first get started, um, it's something I think you learn later on. Like you're just excited that a brand wants to work with you. And I, and I think that like most people realize later on, it's so much better to have ownership of brands and to like promote products that you really own and like you're involved in making the swatches or whatever like to promote a lipstick you had nothing to do with it's more beneficial down the line to like have real ownership to have real equity in a business rather than basically this is just like they probably got paid like a heavy day rate for this photo shoot and x amount of sponsored posts it's not really like their line of makeup which it should have been it could have been maybe I mean, maybe that's not really what they want to be getting into though well and then at the same time neither of them even wear makeup so like this actually does seem kind of random well, no, because when you see the pictures, like, it's super cute. It's makeup for kids. So cute. It's makeup for kids. Okay. You know what? I get it. And you know what? Maybe Charlie and Dixie, like, they don't want to be creating a makeup line and then having to promote that, like, every single day when they're not that passionate about no, of makeup. Course. If By you way, found something that you were passionate about. You lunatic. <laughs> um, no, but they, you're right. They don't. I really have never seen either of them even wear makeup, even in Dixie's music video. Like, I didn't think she was wearing that much makeup. So a makeup line that they own would not be wise. Like, this is just a check. But it makes you think, like, what could they do later on down the line? Like, Charlie, I could really see her being, like, um, like having an, ath- an athleisure line. Like, a word, like, dance clothes. Like, a dance skin. Oh, that's cute. I could see her going on tour. To dance? Yeah. Yeah. she's, uh, like, an amazing dancer. Yeah, and she's, like, classically the, trained. Outside of the talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see Addison has merch. Yeah. They oh. all have merch. Oh, it's really cute. Yeah, I no, just saw it. It's been I around just, forever, like, but I it is cute. I just discovered Addison. No, no, I have been on Addison. No, My I girl was got following me on her. her. When I was on TikTok, I was following her. I just started following her on Instagram because of the Kardashian mm-hmm. of it all. And so I saw her merch, pouty face, etc. Yeah, no, it's so cute. And, like, whoever is... It's so funny because, like, when I think of, like, the early days of Instagram, like... It was a mess. Like, people were, like, releasing, like, shitty merch. And it was just, like, it was a clusterfuck. Like, nobody knew what to do. But now these kids came in. And, like, the second they rose to fame, like, they got it together with their merch, their managers, their agents. And it's so much more streamlined. And they really are all turning into, like, small media companies. And it's not messy at all. Like, everyone's fucking nailing it. Yeah. It's not messy at all. They're working with the right people. And I do think it was years of, you know, messy influencers who led, On Instagram. Them, who led them to this place. 100%. Agreed. Okay, fifth and final story. An updating yesterday's story that is just so sad. The man suspected of dressing as a FedEx driver and killing the judge's son has been found dead in an apparent suicide. So all very strange. Very strange and very sad. We reported yesterday that... The judge who had been been assigned a um, Epstein-related Deutsche Bank case four, well, now five days ago, um, someone broke into her house at home in New Jersey and shot her son, he was 20 years old, and killed him, and then also shot her husband, who was in critical condition. He is, I think, okay right now. Um, and then literally after we wrapped up yesterday's show, a few hours later, it came out that the gunman who had, dry, who had dressed up in a FedEx costume apparently committed suicide. Yes. 
Uh, also unrelated, this judge is the same judge who sentenced Teresa Judice. I think unrelated, but just like... Yeah, I'm assuming unrelated. A pop culture moment. Yeah. The man who allegedly dressed as a FedEx driver and killed the son of a New Jersey federal judge on Sunday has died from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Multiple outlets are reporting. Daniel Andral, the 20-year-old son of Judge Esther Salas, was fatally shot while his father, attorney Mark Andral, was injured during the shooting in the family's North Brunswick Township home. Salas was in the home's basement at the time of the shooting. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But this story now has just gotten even yeah. so more. Upon my research, I did find that um, the judge's husband is a high-profile criminal defense attorney. So it's very possible that like this arranged hit might have had something to do with his line of work. But, you know, I actually am a betting woman. And I would bet that this is definitely connected to the Epstein-Ghislaine pedophilia ring heard around the world if i had to guess yeah i would guess the same but we will keep you posted um on this awful story awful awful story and just truly um sending the judge like so much i I can't even imagine how she's feeling i can't imagine awful to lose your only son is just an immeasurable tragedy yeah and those are the fast five. Those are the fast five. They were pretty fast. Wide ranging, you know. Wide ranging, for sure. A lot of TikTok news. Yeah, I mean, my days are spent on TikTok. Like, I am fully blown obsessed. Yeah. And you deleted the app. I deleted the app over security concerns. <laughs> no, I mean, they've been... Now it's been like two weeks since everyone said that like the U.S. is going to cut off TikTok, but it hasn't happened. So like, I think we're in the clear. Oh, this is something I've been wanting to talk about, actually, because a while ago, maybe even a year ago, we reported that Instagram was going to do their thing and copy the TikTok app in mm-hmm. a, um, a part of TikTok called Reels. You know how like they copied stories from Snapchat? Yep. And they steal everything. From, they, like from Paris, they steal everything. And a year ago, they said they were going to steal Reels. And it steal was TikTok, go- you mean? Yeah, they were going to steal TikTok for reels and it was going to be the same sort of thing where you could have the same video editing features and you can make TikTok like videos. But it hasn't come out yet. And now seems like the time for it to come out when people are looking for an alternative. So to funny that you say that. I, don't, I didn't know that like Instagram was going to rip off something from TikTok and call it reels. But I actually saw, I breezed right past it. I saw something yesterday like in my Twitter timeline about reels on Instagram. R-E-E-L-Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I literally just heard about we it. We reported the story, like... Let me see. I, so, so long ago. And now I'm wondering where it is because now would be the time for them to drop it. And by the way, usually I hate when Instagram, like, changes its interface and seals other people's ideas because it's just... It's not right. It's intellectual property theft. But as someone who's obsessed with TikTok but has a big audience on Instagram, like, I really want to be mad about this. It would actually be, like, ideal for me. Yeah, and that way, if TikTok were to get banned, there would be something for the talkers to do. I don't see anything about reels. You're right. The next, the last time people like all these tech blogs were writing about it was in 2019. Maybe Instagram like decided not to just copy and rip someone off, you know, probably not, but like maybe, maybe. Um, But I wouldn't like of all the things Instagram was going to steal, like literally nobody asked or needed IGTV, but like I would, I would not be opposed to this ripping off. They need to, they need to let IGTV, they need to take it out to pasture. (laughs) No, what's that phrase? And it's the name of the book. They shoot dead horses, don't they? Like, just yeah. shoot it. It's so bad, you guys. No, like- now there is one new update that makes it kind of not terrible because 
when you do an Instagram live and it's like long, you have the ability to upload it to your IGTV. So it's like, you don't have to save it and then like upload it to your YouTube channel. That is a good update, but I feel like they didn't need the whole interface IGTV for this one thing. Here's the thing about Instagram live though. Like when you're live and it's popping, it's something, it's exciting. Um, unless you're like breaking major news, absolutely no one is going to your live replay. I couldn't agree more. And so I think it's time for IGTV just just say it like it's nothing of the sort and by the way don't be embarrassed like I, I, I know they probably don't want to admit that they like, did something wrong because Instagram is like this major leader in the tech space and Mark Zuckerberg and his white sunscreen are like they're they have a that lot of pride was Mark Zuckerberg yeah was I it? saw the picture I thought it was Chris Martin no, it was 100% Mark Zuckerberg. That's funny. Yeah. I, I know a picture you're talking People about. People are like so mean to him. Um, I don't stand in any way, but like I did feel bad for him because um, he literally looked like an alien in the beach. And honestly, his, like it's important to wear sunscreen. It is. He's honestly setting a good example. It's just as important like like when you, when you see celebrities wearing masks, like that's setting a good example. Exactly. Same with sunscreen. Like kids these days don't wear fucking sunscreen. No, and if I could give really one piece of advice to a young person or even my former self it would be sunscreen every single day I, I'm now I do for the last year I've been wearing sunscreen every single day and now I wear the Kylie Broad Spectrum and it's fucking amazing uh, but I wish I had started sooner if I could give a piece of advice to my younger self it would be like to get a neck cream the second you walked out of the womb because we are prone to neck wrinkles like literally it's so bad and it's gonna get worse and we don't want to have to get filler but I'm getting really close to the point where like I've tried I've been on a neck cream like multiple different medical grade expensive ones for like six months and I don't see a difference at all. So it's just like neck wrinkles that bother you? I have two, like you could see, and they're so visible, they almost look dark. Like I have two huge neck wrinkles and it's it's called tech neck. Do they bother you? So much. Interesting. My I foundation gets like caught up in there. I think they're cute. And then if you're tanning, I have to literally be tanning with my neck all the way out in order to get them tan. Because if I'm just laying like this, I have wrinkles. And yeah. then if I lift my neck up, you'll see my pale skin. Damn. It is a major burden having these neck wrinkles. So if you are a young person watching this show, like get yourself a fucking neck cream. Yes. And hopefully you're a young person watching the show because Addison Ray brought is a you podcast here. now. And maybe we're, we come up in related or something. Maybe. Um, um, what were you we just talking about though? If you could tell your younger self oh, anything. sunscreen, Mark Zuckerberg, reels. Yeah. So I don't know, but I would really look, f I would love Instagram to do some sort of update that has a similar TikTok-y vibe. And you could use the space that you use for IGTV yeah. to make it happen, you know? Totally. Just like rebrand that. You, so you don't even have to admit it's a failure. It's a rebrand. Yeah. Free advice. But, You're welcome. But let's call a spade a spade. Thanks. IGTV is a big fat fucking failure. <laughs> Like huge. Yeah. And you know, the only thing redeeming about IGTV is when someone posts a video that's long, you can go click through and it's there. L just let us post long videos to the TL. A thousand percent. And you know, it's like when, when Instagram releases these updates, at first everyone's super hesitant. Like I remember even with Instagram stories, mm -hmm. everyone was like, no, I'm sticking to Snapchat. And then slowly but surely everyone migrated over. At first people were uploading their Snapchat videos to both Snapchat and Instagram. And then I think for the most part, everyone eventually moved over to Instagram stories. And so when IGTV came out, no one was using it. I'm like, oh, this is just classic. I'm sure people are going to be using it in a few months. Give it time. That was three years ago and literally nothing has changed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's time for reels. So that was your tech update from the morning tech. Yep. Okay. Well, I think that is all that she wrote. I am, as far as TV, I've been watching Billions, but I was having like horrible cramping <laughs> last night. So um, 
I only caught like two episodes, but it's so good. It's such a good show. Have you ever watched it? Um, I On Delta, they have the first six episodes. So I watched them on like a long flight to LA and then I never caught up after that. I just think it's so smart. Sometimes it's really annoying and I hate when characters like fall into this like Blair Waldorf syndrome where it's like every episode she's just like scheming and learning the Ugh. same fucking lesson. It's also Fallon Carrington syndrome because yes. it's the same thing every episode. And it's like, learn your lesson. <laughs> Snatchler, learn your lesson. Snatchler, learn your lesson. We started chanting at Margo one night because she was drinking a lot. And like two nights before, she like had gotten really sick from drinking so much. So we're like, Margo, don't drink so much. Snatchler, learn your lesson. And now, and now we just bother her with that. Snatchler, learn your lesson. Snatchler, learn your lesson. We were obsessed with cheerleaders in high school. I think like we both wanted, like we all wanted to be cheerleaders because we watched so many cheerleading movies growing up. Yeah, we really did. But we went to an Orthodox school, so that wasn't really... A thing. An option. Um, so yeah, that is our fabulous show. Again, this episode was brought to you by our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash toast. It is a subscription service. This show is totally free. So if you want to support the show and or get more content for $7.99 a month, you can get five extra episodes from us. They are both podcast and video vlog episodes. And the content is like a little bit more intimate, a little bit more behind the scenes because it's behind a paywall. And also once you're in and you're in the group, you can request the content that you want to see from us. And if enough people like and comment on your posts, we'll do it. Yeah, so also membership gets you access to our Facebook group, which is private, um, full of all the premium toasters. And that is all she wrote. My comedy special is still available. I know you guys know that. It's available on many streaming platforms. And if you head over to my Instagram story, there's a little highlight called Disgraced Queen. It has links to all the places you could rent, buy, purchase, stream the audio, tons of options for you at all different price points. Thank you guys so much for watching it thus far. And is that all she wrote? I believe that that is all that she had written. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we go live Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry. Oh, rewind. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we post episodes Monday through Friday on our YouTube channel. And we also are available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox. And now our video episodes are also available on Spotify, which is very exciting. So you, if you're a podcast listener on Spotify, you can get another added element of video. Or if you just love watching videos, you can also now check us up out on Spotify. Thank you guys. Have a fabulous day. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.